This week's coffee is going to be Bolivia Finca Canton Uinese. Everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 173. I'm your host, Stephen Lighton, and we're in March! March the 5th to be exact, Monday the 5th of March. Uh, and wow, I, I really don't know where this year has gone so far. I know we're going to be losing a few of the this week as uh, Christmas subscribers run out this week. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that you'll be renewing. So as I said um, at the start, we're going to be talking about another amazing Bolivian. And this one is a little bit different. Uh, it's from the North Yungas region where lots of the coffees uh, that we've been reviewing recently are from. But I think this one is the most different from all of the Bolivias that we brought in this year. And I'm very, very, very excited to be sharing it with you. Um, it's called Canton Uanese. Um, which is the name of the region it's from. It's another tiny producer uh, and another tiny farm that doesn't have a name. Um, I was thinking about this earlier and I'm going out to Bolivia in July hopefully this year uh, and I'm going to go around all of these farms with signs stuffed under my arm and I'm going to kind of give them all names. Uh, we can have like a bottle of champagne. I pronounce this farm. Um, but I think I'm going to call this one Jeff as uh, uh, it feels like a Jeff. No, it doesn't feel like a Jeff at all but um, it doesn't have a name but so we've had to, to name it. As I say, it's from the North Youngest region, so think Loaiza, think David Vilka, um, and now this. But in the cup, as I said, completely different. So where the others are primarily sweet and lots of those sweet things going on, this one is really quite fruity. Um, and it makes me uh, particularly excited to show you the differences of a region can be so different. Um, so that, that's exciting. Uh, owned by Tadasio Mamani. Um, a surname that I have heard a lot in Bolivia. Uh, I think this is a rather large family um, that have been doing super things with coffee. But I know that uh, in this case, uh, this is completely what they do. Uh, it's a very small lot, just 6,000 plants in two hectares of coffee. Um, so it's a world exclusive for us. Uh, it's also one of our direct trades. Um, it's a mixture of both red and yellow Katura and Tipica. Um, Tedesio also has a third hectare from which his house is in, but he also has lots of natural forest, which is part of a reserve, um, which is around the house where he lives with his wife, and I think it is two children. Um, so yeah, talking to the exporter about this coffee, um, he was explaining to me that uh, Tedesio moves, uh, uses a method which is called A-Y-N-E, um, which... Um, it's basically a method that they've pioneered in Bolivia, uh, which I've seen in other places, but this one has a name, where they go picking the most mature fruit off the trees. So selective picking, very selective picking. Uh, incredibly demanding, um, and for picking in the peak time, uh, Tadasio will bring eight to ten people in, who, who are all family, um, in this case, to selectively pick. He uses family because he can trust them. Um, it's very easy for a picker just to pick, 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 and then sort it out later. Whereas this way, he gets the most out of the crop, he gets the most out of the cup, 
which means that we can pay the most for the cup as well on top of that. Um, so, that you know, we've seen selective picking improve cupping profiles in the past. Uh, it's a washed coffee, uh, but one using the mechanical scrubbers uh, way of removing the mucilage, just like so many other Bolivian coffees. So think Louisa, think Machu Comarca, um, or San Ignacio from last year, all of those uh, are using what we'll call washed, but isn't quite washed. Um, once he picks all of the coffee, uh, he takes the cherries from the day, uh, down to Caranavi, where the mill is, um, which is the mill of the exporter, and he takes it in by car. Um, and I'm gonna, you'll see in a little while in the map bit, Caranavi seems quite close to here, but I'm informed it's a good couple of hours um, driving on the road. Um, and trust me, the roads in Bolivia are tough. My lower spine um, still shudders at the thought of some of the journeys we did while in Bolivia. Um, so, yeah, um, I guess being as I've mentioned the map bit and showing you where it is, I should really get to it. Um, I know much of you love this song uh, because I've received death threats and I think that's so I won't stop doing it. Cue the graphics. It's the map bit. No expense spent, it's the map bit. So here we are at Has Been Towers, a slightly different zoom out this week. For those who are interested, if you go down that street, that's where we are. So um, the Google Earth van never made it down to the unit, but you can see kind of where we are. So we're zooming across here, the Atlantic Ocean, and we're going to South America. We've just flown over Brazil, and we're zooming in. You can see Ilamani, we can see Vilca, we can see uh, Belinda, Loeza. Um, and there at the very bottom, you can see the Canton Uanese, which is this coffee that we, we've been talking about on the In My Mug here. And if you carry on directly south down there, you end up hitting Machicamarca. Um, that's the map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent, it's the map bit. So, as you know, uh, I love maps. I hope you like that. But I love something else nearly as much as maps, and that's numbers. So the coffee is Bolivia Finca Canton Uanese. The varietals are Catura and Tipica. Uh, the processing method is washed, but mechanically scrubbed. Uh, this farm has, uh, is basically on a mountainside, so it has an altitude of 1,250 metres to 1,650 metres uh, above sea level. Owned by Tadasio Mamani. Uh, closest city to there is Caranavi, and the region is the north youngest region. So that's the numbers. Um, it's oh, while I remember before I go to the wheel of death and all of those things. Last week, uh, you may have seen in the news that the Oscars was on. Um, I did um, a has been at the Oscars version for some of the videos that we've done of the past. Uh, I would very much like you to go and vote on those if you could. I'm going to keep it open for another week. So link coming up somewhere on the page with with that for sure because um i'm yeah i would really love to get more votes on that it's kind of a bit of a fun with the 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 whole oscar thing but it's also for me personally it'd be really nice to know which ones you prefer which ones you don't prefer so much and stuff like that there is an in my mug category too so as an in my mug watcher you should definitely go vote so uh wheel of death we shall bring in the wheel of death uh, no thrusting, no no messing around there. And this week it's going to be with sugar. I don't like sugar in my coffee, but this is one that comes up every now and again as a random. So we'll be doing that with sugar. And uh, yes, 
we shall do that. I shall whap you on pause. I shall go make delicious drinks and I will be back with you in just a second. Right, so I'm back. I'm sure I'll be interrupted with noise at any moment, but I'm going to dive straight into the espresso. So on the smell, you get lots and lots of acidity kind of uh, aromas coming off it. Um, very zingy. Mm. So, what I want you to think is honeydew melon. Not just in the flavour, in its acidity and in its sweetness. So you bite into that melon, sorry, itchy ear. You bite into that melon and you get all of that acidity, but you get the sweetness mixed in with it. And that's what I really get with this. Um, it's actually the first espresso I've had with it. I've only really been playing with it cupping and brewed. Um, but it's big time. It's big time in there. So let's go to milk. So in milk, it kind of it disappears a little bit. You, you get, again, I seem to say this with every cappuccino that we do on the In My Mug, but the sweetness of the milk really brings the sweetness of the coffee up. Um, you get the coffee cutting through well, um, but you don't get a lot else. It's all about the sweetness when you add the milk to it. That honeydew melon is much more subdued. Um, the acidity is much more subdued, but the sweetness of it is risen to the top. So it's a good capper. And then we're going to do the brewed version. So I've done a clever dripper. I've really been enjoying the clever actually. It's so easy. Um, so it's okay. And this is where the acidity takes over. So we had sweetness in the cappuccino, a lot of mouthfeel in the espresso, but here the acidity is the big one. You get all of that honeydew melon acidity at the front, all of it. Sweetness, a bit more subdued than in the espresso and, 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 and definitely in the cappuccino, but big time acidity. Um, you could kind of confuse me in the brood, saying that this is an African, because it is the most unbelievable Bolivian I've tasted. But what happens on the back end is it remembers who it is. So it starts off going, hi, I'm all crazy, I'm all acidic, and then it suddenly turns into sweet chocolate and like a grape-like acidity. Um, think like white grapes, biting into it, that brightness of that. But the sweetness turns into a milk chocolate. Um, it's a super complex cup. Every time I kind of went back to it on the cupping table, I was finding something different. But one thing that was consistent was this honeydew melon. So, so wheel of death, sugar. Why did I put sugar in the wheel of death? Well, for, for me, some people like sugar, and, and it gives me a chance to talk about whether I agree they should have sugar or not. I don't like sugar in my coffee. I find that lots of the coffees that we have are sweet enough, and it's just not something I need. But some people do need it because it helps them enjoy it more. And the reason I wanted to talk about it here, I'm looking forward to this, is that you should enjoy your coffee how you want to enjoy it. And I know I've talked about this in the past on In My Mug, but I'll, it's a point I want to get across. If you like milk and sugar in your coffee, you should do that. Do I like it? No. Would I prefer you to try it without first? Yes. But if you try it before you think, actually, no, this would be improved for, for your palate by adding sugar, then you should definitely do that. Luckily, it isn't stirred. Um, 
but what is there? I don't know why you do that, but if you have sugar and you always have sugar every single time, yeah, do me a favor. I've just tried it with sugar and it was painful for me. I'd like you to try it without sugar. Then if you're not happy, put your sugar in, but just try it without first. There's my message of the week. So, um, has been Oscars. Please go and do some voting and stuff there. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, I won't mention the football. I mentioned it last time and I'm not going to mention I'm going to make that same mistake twice. Um, but do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.